Mark Twain said the two most important days in your life are the day you were born and the day you find out why. The why is hidden in your name. Sharon Lynn Wyeth has created a scientific way of deciphering your name to reveal your contract for this lifetime. And your name even specifies the seven areas that are subsets of your soul's overall goal. Your name identifies who you are to both yourself and others. What does your name say about you? Find out in the book Know the Name, Know the Person, which can be purchased on the website knowthename.com. Welcome to Luminescence Common Sense Spirituality, a show designed to share spiritual insights with you so that you can comprehend the universe and how it functions. You are about to experience raised consciousness. This is a place where spiritual principles are shared with the goal of assisting you to expand your understanding of both the seen and unseen worlds. Luminescence Common Sense Spirituality helps you to discern the timeless truths handed down from wise sages through the ages, from the airy-fairy nonsense that is being taught today. Now, here is your host, Sharon Lynn Wyeth. Welcome to Luminescence, Common Sense Spirituality, the radio show that disseminates esoteric knowledge and common sense spirituality. I am Susan Klopstein, sitting in for Sharon Lynn Wyeth, creator of Nomology Science, the ability to know all about a person's personality and the soul's purpose from a person's name. Sharon and I have been close friends for over 30 years now, and we have worked together for 27 years. I am a spiritual therapist and medical intuitive of soul wealth, and in my soul wealth processes, I identify and release spiritual, physical, and relational obstructions in your life path. Then I will provide you with guidance to heal so that you can move forward in the life path as you had originally intended. You can read about my session work on my website, soulwell.com. Our topic today is how names are represented by colors, which can determine our futures and our personalities. Similar to what Sharon has done with patterns in letters, B.P. Graycastle has done with colors. How do colors appear in our name? How does our name color codes unlock someone's personality and talent? How are Sir Isaac Newton and Albert Einstein's great knowledge of physics related to their names? And how do our color-coded names determine who your romantic soulmate ought to be? What colors ought to be used in our homes? and in our clothes to stimulate us and stimulate our creativity. And our special guest today is Baron Paul, or B.P. Graycastle. B.P. Graycastle has been called the color genius, color king, fashion king, super stylist, and the next super guru who has finally broken the human character and color code. He has authored the book, your name and colors. His philosophy has been called the single most important work ever in deciphering why we think, feel, believe, and act in the ways that we do. 
He has shown that the most successful, famous people cultivate the positive character traits of their color-coded names. We, too, can cultivate the positive character traits in our names to achieve personal success. Welcome to Luminescence, BP. I know Sharon really wanted to be here to speak with you. She is missing out only because she is in the hospital. So Sharon has developed a few questions for us today. And the questions that I would like to start with, the one that is important to start us off is, how do colors appear in our names? Okay. Um, thank you for having me on. And uh, I'd like to explain how your color code names work. Uh, a lot of people don't get the connection between people's names and colors. So let me let me explain that to you first. Um, it's a it's a known fact, a proven fact that all sounds give off a color wavelength vibration. It's also a known fact that we have crystals in our inner ear. We have water all through our body. So it becomes basically a no-brainer that we have the ability to send and receive color wavelength vibrations. The different letters in your name vibrate to different color frequencies. Sir Isaac Newton aligned the colors to the diatonic scale, the musical scale. And uh, your most famous uh, musicians like Beethoven and Scriven and Wagner all said they could see colors coming off the notes they played. Um, Scriven actually made a organ, and he would play it in the dark and it light up certain color tubes. So every time somebody calls you your name, you're getting subliminal color wavelength vibrations that are being sent into your inner ear cochlear gland, which has three tuning bands, and then that gets sent to your thalamus gland in your brain, which is a grand central station gland in the brain that takes in all the information of your senses except for sight. And then my theory is it sends it up and down your spine where your seven centers are. Now, these seven centers that I'm talking about, the Eastern philosophies from India, the Hindus, refer them as the chakra centers. And... In my book, in my theory, I say they have unknowingly actually been talking about our seven major endocrine glands. In my book, I have three charts. I have the chart of the uh, seven chakra centers, and then I have a chart of the seven uh, major endocrine glands, and then I have my chart where I call the seven centers spiritual, mental, vocal, physical, control, emotional, and sexual. Well, if you look on, on these charts, if you look on a chart of where the seven uh, chakra centers are and you look at a chart where the seven uh, major endocrine glands are, they're in the same exact place. So it's rather amazing, though, that the Hindu uh, spiritual uh, philosophy, they discovered the set, or started to refer to the seven chakra centers thousands of years ago. Now, it wasn't until the 1880s 
that a gentleman here in the western uh, uh, states um, started to refer to the uh, endocrine glands. So it's amazing that the, the, the Hindus knew about these seven centers without any major uh, technology. So uh, anyway, so the different letters in your name, depending on where they are and which ones they are, would determine your personality and character traits and your talents, both positive and negative, of all your seven centers. So... <clears throat> Uh, in my book, I show that 95% of your most famous people uh, are because of their coded names. Lawyers, architects, singers, writers, uh, physicists, musical composers. Einstein and Sir Isaac Newton would have never uh, been great physicists and made the discoveries they made if they would have had different names. And the way that I kind of prove this is if you go and look at the uh, list of the Nobel Peace Prize in physics since it started since 1902 to present, you're going to find 90 to 95% of them are what I call purple spiritual people. And purple spiritual people are people whose first letter in either their first or last name start with B, I, P, or W sounding letters. Those are the uh, letters that are tuned to the purple spectrum. And there are some in there where I show that they're, uh, they have a lot of their seven centers are tuned to the purple, uh, the purple uh, spectrum. Now, um, and then in all the other fields like architects, lawyers, singers, writers, I also have list after list after list in my book showing that uh, 90, 95% of your most famous people in those fields are because of their color-coded names. And your, your name affects every single aspect of your life, your emotions, your, the way that you intellectually analyze, your, your genius, your creativity, uh, how you harmonize with yourself or other people, your sexual personality, your survival personality. And um, your name is so important that, believe it or not, and I'm going to give you an example that everybody probably knows about now, is uh, Vladimir Putin. And uh, he is what I call a triple green heart center person. Now, the negative side of the green spectrum, one of the negative character traits, is to be callous and unfeeling. Now, I also show that uh, um, Hitler, uh, Mao Zedong, Stalin, um, uh, Idi Amin, uh, Pol Pot, all have the same syllable break that falls on a green letter. Your heart center is uh, after a syllable break in your name. Uh, I, I can go down the list here and tell you a little bit about which centers, uh, letters are tuned to the different centers. The first letters in your first and last name are tuned to your spiritual center, what the Eastern philosophies call the crown chakra, where your pineal endocrine gland is, what I call the spiritual, the genius, the creative, 
uh, it's even like your your religious center of uh, of uh, your personality of what is uh, right and wrong, your moral personality, um, your your mental center. There, in between your eyebrow, uh, is uh, what the Easterners call the brow chakra. It's uh, what I call the intellectual uh, center, where your practical, intellectual, uh, analytical uh, uh, mind is. And then the vocal center is there at the base of your throat. Uh, it's where we get our ability to be harmonious with ourselves and with other people. And it's also where if you want to be a singer or a ventriloquist or some voice application, uh, that's the center that you would cultivate and operate off them. Then we have our heart center, which is in the middle of the uh, chest there, your heart center. It's where we get our compassion, our forgiveness, our kindness, our warmth from. It's also our physical center. Uh, in my book, I show where uh, m- most of your most famous uh, athletes, uh, whether it be basketball players, uh, um, baseball players, um, a lot of other sports, uh, are what I term orange um, physical heart center people. They're create orange is the color of being creative, and so they're physically creative with their hands. Your your heart uh, center extends out to your your arms and your hands and you're creative physically. Uh, now, uh, going down to the next center is your control center, your power center. Uh, your, uh, the Eastern chakras call it the solar plexus. It's where your adrenal endocrine glands are, your, your gland of, of fight or flight. Uh, when we think we can handle something, it doesn't bother us. We can, we can, we can overpower it or we have power over it. But if we don't think we can handle this, our dream will say, oh, panic, get out of here. Now, I'm going to talk a little bit more at the control center a little bit. It's very important, especially for people that have any uh, bad addictions. Um, then we go down to the, um, the next center down there. It's your belly button, your stomach area, uh, what the Eastern call the navel chakra, uh, I call it your emotional, romantic, uh, uh, relaxed, contentment uh, center. And um, we'll go down to the last one is our sexual center, uh, what the Easterners call the, uh, the root chakra. Uh, for for uh, men, it's the testes, and for women, it's the ovaries as far as the endocrine gland that's associated with it. Uh, so... Those are uh, the basic description and functions of those seven centers. So um, uh, what I'd like to uh, get into a little bit now is explaining some of these famous people and what center or what color they operate off of. Um, um your most famous, let's start with your most famous writers are also purple spiritual people. People whose first or last names start with B, I, P, or Ws. And I list hundreds of them in my book. People like William Shakespeare, Barbara Taylor Badford. Again, I list tons of them. And the reason why one of the character traits of the purple people are uh, it's a color of being more uh, sophisticated, more uh, 
uh, loyal, dedicated, civilized, and cultured. And with purple spiritual people, the the saying, the pen is mightier than the sword, fits them very well. If they are upset with somebody or they want to express themselves, instead of uh, doing something uh, uh, mundane or vulgar, they'll write that person a letter in more of a civilized, cultured way and say why they think the person was unfair to them or, or cruel to them or whatever. Or they have the ability to to uh, to use words in a much more civilized, detailed, cultured sort of way. And that's why they make good writers. They also make good um, uh, songwriters, antique dealers, physicists, cultural historians. Um, and those are some of the key fields for purple people. And those are people that are first or, uh, first letter in their first or last name start with B-I-P or W's. Now, um, also, purple people make the the rich the, the richest in the world. Bill Gates and uh, Jeff Bezos, Paul Allen. I list I list I list a, a lot of them in there. And if you look in my book, you'll see they ooh these are the most richest in the world. And uh, the reason why that is is purple people know how to monopolize. That's one of the key character traits in the purple spectrum. In my book, I list all the character traits of all the different colors. And I also say that uh, the color, the colors are character traits that are attuned to God's character attributes. For example, let's uh-huh. say you happen, to, you happen to be a very compassionate person. Uh, then that tells me you've cultivated one of God's character attributes of being compassionate. And that particular color will look good on and around you. And when you put that color on, it'll look good on you, it'll feel good, and you'll get compliments from people who will say, oh, that color really looks good on you. Because you're harmonizing the actual character attribute personality that's attuned to that specific color. If you happen to be a dependable person, a certain uh, uh, blue will, uh, um, a darker blue will look good on and around you. It'll be one of your favorite colors. If you like a, like a royal blue, then you have a sense of beauty and serenity. Uh, so in my book, I show all the different colors and what their character attributes are. And then also I explain, you know, what uh, colors are tuned to which one of your seven centers. Now, the eastern, uh, most of the eastern uh, chakra uh, people uh, say uh, they say that a certain color is tuned to everybody's um, crown chakra or throat chakra or heart chakra, and I disagree with that. I've changed that to it depends on where the letters are in your name, which color is attuned to what one of your seven centers. And uh, I've actually changed. I've actually changed one of the colors. A lot, uh, I'd say 99% of your other color experts will say the seventh color is uh, indigo, about a blue purple indigo. Well, um, going back to uh, Sir Isaac Newton, uh, he aligned the colors in the diatonic uh, scale, the musical scale. And he had A, A to, A to uh, indigo, B to purple, C to red, D to orange, E to yellow, um, 
uh, uh, F to green and, and uh, G to blue. Now, back in the days, I did a lot of, I did a lot of research. Back in the days uh, of, of uh, Newton, they used to take the blue-purple indigo uh, dye from the indigo plant from India, and they used to mix a, a, a chemical or acids with that dye. And it actually turned that color into a flesh color. That's what I say is a seventh color of the spectrum, a flesh color, uh, uh, a skin color of, let's say, a Caucasian person. Oh, my. Uh, and, and if you look in some really old dictionaries, you're going to see the term brown indigo, flesh indigo, uh, copper indigo, and um, what what I'd like for people to do if they really want to see how that works is just take you have three primary colors: red, yellow, and blue. Then you have your secondary colors: are orange and green and and purple. And, and you have to mix one of your um, one of your uh, primaries with another primary to get a secondary. So the only the only um, the only thing left to do is mix your three primaries together. Just get some paint and mix a little bit of a, a true hue blue and a true hue yellow and a true hue red together in equal amounts and see what color you get you get a flesh color. So I believe that is a color that uh, Newton was talking about when he, he termed indigo. And over time, uh, color experts have lost that knowledge, and I've refound it. And then I also explained three or four more reasons why flesh is a seventh color of the spectrum. The flesh spectrum is a combination of mind, body, and soul, which comes out as harmony. Uh, and I show in my book that your most famous uh, musical composers are flesh spectrum, spectrum spiritual people, people whose first or last names start with A, H, O, or V. So in order to uh, come out with a harmonious sound from a musical instrument or vocally, is you have to feel it and think it, and then and then physical, feel it, you know, bring it out in a physical vocal way, where it comes out as clarity and harmony and organization, and uh, so uh, so flesh people uh, are, are they like things real neat, real uh, clean, organized, and in harmony. Now, let me give you another example talking about the flesh spectrum. You know, um, it's really interesting that you say this because the the indigo children are the ray children that divide into four categories, right? And and they are all humanitarians. The category of, of um, project, the category of process, the category of... Um, I believe it's called a projectile. It's someone that can deal with extreme chaos and then pull it into what works for humanity and then the humanitarian. There are four different aspects of the indigo children, and they all carry a huge uh, mass of flesh coloring in their being. 
Mm-hmm. Fascinating. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the way I kind of uh, take that in and analyze it is uh, uh, I also say that uh, flesh people make very good uh, organizers. So what you were just saying to me, too, is they they know how to take everything that's happening and sort of put it into organization or into harmony. And... Uh, and uh, yeah, you're 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 right on is about what you were saying. Is you know, I just tend to analyze it a little bit different, but it, it we basically mean the same thing. Um, mm-hmm. But let me say something about uh, flesh people. I'm sure most of you have heard uh, it was on the news every day for a, a while back about that gal Gabby Petito, the one that was strangled by her boyfriend and. Um, she had OCD, obsessive cleanliness disease, and I listed a lot, a lot of other famous people that have it. And uh, my theory is the reason why she had it is because she was a double flesh mental person. She had uh, flesh letters or A, H, O, and V. The second sounding letter in her name was the, uh, the A, uh, and then her last name, she had another flesh letter, the second letter, Petito. Um, so she was a double flesh mental center person. And also in my book, I show before syllable breaks are your control center uh, color. And uh, in, in both her first and last name, again, it hangs on those two flesh letters before it has a syllable break. So as far as my theory goes, she was also a double flesh control center person. Now, remember what I was saying about our control center is where our adrenal endocrine glands lie, down there at the solar plexus. Mm-hmm. So with, flesh, with, with, with her personality, if things weren't organized or clean or in order, it would really affect her her adrenal glands and she she would lose control her fight or flight would say flight i can't handle it and if you look at you know if you watch the news that's what her and her boyfriend were arguing about she was so obsessive about everything being very neat clean and organized it was kind of driving him crazy and it, it's even she even admitted there on TV and what they were fighting about and that what what it, what it was about is her thing about things being very clean and organized. So Amazing. your your name affects um, what can happen to you in life. Uh, let me give you okay. a couple of examples. General can, George can you Custer. Give, use Sharon. Okay. Hello. Yeah. Are you still there? I was going to. I was going to suggest to you Sharon's name as an example. Uh, you want to go ahead and use Custis? Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. Sharon, uh, she's a yellow spiritual person. Yellow spiritual people on the good side. Their nature is to be friendly, cheerful, optimistic, and they do a lot of analyzing, analyze, analyze, analyze. They make good teachers, educators, psychologists, psychiatrists. And uh, it's a it's an intellectual color, the color of being uh, uh, analytical, intellectual, happy, cheerful. They make good, positive thinking philosophers. Uh, she's a she's a flesh mental person. 
she has a warm, kind heart because she has a syllable break that falls on that R in her name, Sharon. See, with a syllable break after it hangs on the Sharon, that R is an orange letter. So she has a very warm, kind, uh, creative heart on the good side. And she can be very creative with her hands. Blue is her glamorous color, her survival center color. Our, our sexual center is not only our sexual center, uh, it is our survival center where we survive tough situations. For example, if you were to lose your job and your car broke down and you had no money to pay for your rent, you really have to plant your feet down on the ground and say, okay, what do I have to do to survive this situation? And, um, get, and, and on the other hand, the other function of our sexual center is to, to uh, reproduce and, and have uh, sexual pleasure. And uh, we've all heard the, descri- uh, the saying, uh, sexy black uh, dress, uh, or, or, uh, or that person's very earthy in a sexy way. So our sexual center is, is our ability to become very earthy, very grounded, and survive tough situations also. So, And so you were trying you, to describe Buster and maybe his survival issue? Could you say that once again? So you were, um, you were explaining about Sharon, and you were also going to talk about the name of uh, General Custer? Oh, yeah. Um, uh, the reason why I want to uh, talk about General Custer and a few other people, I want to show people how important people's names are, how they've changed history. General George Custer was a, uh, uh, um, a double uh, red spiritual person and a red physical center person. Now, one of the negative character traits of red spiritual people or red physical people are is to be impulsive. Red people can be very, very impulsive. They don't like to wait in lines, or they might um, have a history of getting speeding tickets. Uh, Also, a lot of times they will uh, blurt out something uh, uh, in conversation that they shouldn't have said, and that they wish they would have never said. They, They can be very impulsive with their feelings. And red letters are C, J, Q, and X's. Now, George Custard, we all know he was wiped out at Little Bighorn. Well, he was told to wait for reinforcements. I think it was one or two more companies of the cavalry to come join him because he was, he was, uh, his, the numbers were outmatched as far as him against the Indians. But he was impulsive, and he did not wait for the uh, his replacements or his uh, 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 the other companies to show up. And uh, what happened? He got wiped out because of that. Um, now I'm not saying uh, that uh, uh, you know what they were doing to the Indians is right. I'm just stating you know why they got. Uh, wiped out because he was impulsive. He was operating off one of his native character traits, his, one of his red spectrum uh, character traits are in his name. Um, uh, there so is, there are uh, the names color codes. So this is how the names color codes 
unlock someone's personality and talent? Yes, absolutely. Once once I know a person's name, I know all their character traits and talents of all their seven centers, both positive and negative. And now what determines a lot of times of whether you cultivate your positive or your negative is, I say in my book, uh, uh, your environmental influences. Uh, our name lays a foundation and character traits of all our seven centers, both positive and negative, but our environmental factors determine a lot of times whether we cultivate the positive or the negative. Let's say if you were born in the ghetto and all your friends around you were gangbangers or, or, or in gangs, well, there's a lot of pressure for you to join that gang. Um, let's say your, your parents were um, teachers and educators and they stressed for you to get a good education. Let's say your, your, your family was very poor or uh, let's say you were born with polio or some disease or something. Uh, your, your environment of who your parents are, where you were born, what environment you grew up in, what books you read are going to affect you. Uh, let me give you one example. Let's say a female's uh, name of Carol. Let's say you have one Carol. I'm always asked, well, what if uh, two Carols, are they going to have the same exact personality? And I'm going to say, well, they, they have the ability to have the same personalities, but your environmental influences are going to affect you in different ways. Let me give you the example. Okay, you got one Carol. Let's say she was born in a family that was, uh, was uh, you know, they were fairly well off, they were educated, and they had good genes, and they passed along good genes to this one Carol, and she was very attractive. Uh, you want to say tall and slender and very, very beautiful, very attractive. And then you have another Carol that was, was uh, her parents were, were abused or, her, or, or cruel or uneducated or whatever other negative traits. And she, her genes were passed along to her where she was unattractive. And uh, so these two, two Carols go to school. And this one very attractive Carol is going to get all the compliments from the, from the boys. And it's going to build her uh, confidence. Whereas the other uh, unattractive Carol is going to get people and boys or something to make fun of her. That's going to affect her emotionally. That's going to affect her confidence. So those are, that's an example of uh, environmental influences that affect us. And a lot of times determine, uh, you know, whether we cultivate the negative or positive. And you're, you're going to find a, a lot of serial, you know, a lot of serial killers and uh, that have had very uh, bad uh, uh, upbringing and parents and and things like that, and um, well, but BP, that's me, fascinating. Yeah, let us continue it, with this. We need to okay. break for our commercial. So okay. And I'm telling our um, listeners if you would like to know more about BP, 
Greystone. If you would like to contact him for a session, please be aware that you can contact him on his website, www.namecolorology.com. And we are going to cut to break for commercials at that at this time. Stay tuned for more on Colors in Our Names with BP Greystone. Thank you so. Susan Klopstein created an incredible spiritual practice called Soul Wealth that releases blockages from your life. Curses, trauma, karma, old commitments, and contracts dissolve. Significant health issues, negative beliefs, unhealthy relationships, and destructive behavioral patterns simply fade away. All of the obstructions that no longer serve you on your life path simply dissipate, making possible a more joyous, fulfilling life. Contact Susan Klopstein at soulwealth.com for a most loving, spiritual soul wealth session. How many different ways have you attempted to understand yourself or your partner on a deeper level? You have most likely heard of the Myers-Briggs test, looked up your astrological sign, or read the five love languages and utilized something like this, checking in to see if you're compatible with your partner or someone else. This is irresistible, isn't it? Assessments and quizzes have almost become an obsession to see if we can better comprehend our pasts and also predict our futures, especially when it comes to love. The truth is, we all want to understand ourselves and our partners better, but sometimes it's hard to know where to start. Most people don't even think about their name as having any significance beyond what they are called and are unaware of the wealth of information their name holds. But your name is actually an incredibly powerful tool that can be used to understand yourself and others better. Sharon Lynn Wyeth has dedicated her life to studying names. A reading with her will assist you in knowing the other people in your life better by knowing what is important to them and how to connect on a deeper level. Book a reading today with her on www.knowthename.com for your stunning name review. Hello, welcome to Luminescence, Common Sense Spirituality, the radio show that disseminates esoteric knowledge and common sense spirituality. I am Susan Klopstein, sitting in for Sharon Lynn Wyatt, and we are interviewing B.P. Greystone today for all of his wonderful work and his book, Colors in Our Names. And so, B.P., how do our color-coded names determine who your romantic soulmate ought to be? Okay. Okay. Um, your romantic center is down there at your belly button area, your what uh, your uh, pancreas endocrine gland, or the Eastern uh, philosophy called the navel chakra. I call it the emotional center. It's where our emotions lie, our emotions of being content. Now, mm-hmm. until a person finds their romantic soulmate, they're never really ever contented. Uh, now, in my book. I say the way that you should uh, determine who your romantic soulmate should be would be based on, um, first of all, your control center, where it's your power center, the next center up at your solar plexus there, your your, um, adrenal endocrine gland. 
I, but I call it the power center, where your 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 power and your strength uh, lies. And I explain in my book that let's, for example, example, example find a orange power person. That's a person who's who's uh, before the syllable, but their syllable break in their name name hangs on an orange letter, which is D K R Y. Okay, so oranges. And the, and the character traits of the orange spectrum is their power personality. Now you find a person that uh, is a orange emotional center person. Well, then that orange power person will have a very powerful controlling effect on that orange emotional center person. So they'll, they'll, they'll kind of control their, their emotional centers. And a lot of people don't like the term uh, control, um, but actually, you do want to have a very powerful kind of controlling effect on the other person's emotions. You want them to be really uh, uh, attracted to you emotionally, and so I, I show where you're uh, depending on what your power uh, center color is, whether it's red, blue, yellow, uh, purple, whatever then you will have a powerful effect on uh, uh, people that are an emotional color and whatever your power color is. And in my book, I show about 20 celebrities where I show their names are the reasons why they have been together so long. And it's very well known that celebrities don't usually last very long in relationships. But um, uh, so... Depending on what your power color is, is is uh, uh, the um, type of emotional center person you should look for. And your emotional center de- is determined by the color that you don't have in your name. For example, you don't have any red-sounding letters in your name, which are C, J, Q, or X, is correct? In your first or last correct. name. Okay. Correct. So... So red is your romantic personality and your romantic color. You look very romantic, very feminine, very relaxed and content in your favorite reds. Uh, and so if a red power person would come along like Xavier, you can see where his name uh, falls, hangs on the X and then breaks away from Xavier then that's an, a red power person. That person would have a very strong effect on your emotions. Now, your emotional center is, I also advise people to do a room that you decorate in your emotional center color, and when you walk in that room, the stress will just start to peel off of you because uh, your emotional center is what I also call your contentment center. When, you, when, when, you're, when your emotions are... are um, Relax, you become contented, and uh, you don't worry so much about oh. money or this or that. You know, you become contented. So I strongly advise people to uh, for for a romantic room or a room to when they go in it, the stress will just peel off them to use their emotional center color. And your emotional center color, you have to find out what color you don't have in your full name. And uh, so that's that's basically the way it works. Is uh, and it, and it's best that you both have a controlling uh, color uh, uh, affecting the other person's emotional center color. 
And so it all has to do without the, uh, the, the before syllable breaking your name, the letter and the color, and the, the color that the other person doesn't have in their name. And I give a lot of examples in my name so you understand that. So, so based upon what you've just described, what colors ought to be used in our clothes and in our homes to stimulate us and to stimulate our, cri- our creativity, the colors that we don't have in our name? Um, no, the, your, creativity you lies, your, your, your creativity lies at your crown chakra, up there at your pineal gland, or what I call the spiritual center. A person is never very... All these people that have... Uh, famous people that have created uh, fantastic things... Uh, in order to do something like that, you have to have an open mind. You have to you have to be imaginative, open-minded. That's some of the character traits of the uh, the pineal gland, or the or your uh, your uh, crown chakra, or what I call your spiritual center. You have to have open mind, be open-minded that you that things are possible. Uh, if you're a closed-minded mm-hmm. person, you automatically close yourself off to saying, "Hey, this is possible." So it's the first letters in your first and last name determine what your your creative personality is, and 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 that's what a lot of the list in my book is about, showing that like red spiritual people make the most famous uh, romantic writers, uh, journalists, uh, truth talk show hosts, uh, uh, like uh, oh uh, red letters are CJ Q's and X. Um, Oh, uh, let's look at Jack Parr, John, uh, Johnny Carson, Joe Fish, Jay Leno, Jenny Jones, Jimmy Fallon, Jimmy Kimmel, Joan Rivers, Joey Bishop. The list goes, I, I list a bunch of them. George Nury, uh, uh, you see all those J's? Yeah. So, um, uh, so uh, and, and then I show where your most famous lawyers, architects, are green spiritual people, people whose first or last name start with F, M, or T letters. Uh, and uh, I list a whole bunch of them. Um, and uh, I show where your most famous uh, singers are. That, uh, the third sounding letters in, your, in their name are orange letters, D-K-A-R-Y your vocal center there. Uh, and remember, orange is the color of being very creative and versatile. So they're very creative and versatile from their vocal center. Um, uh, you, you know, you name about any major career field, and I show it's because uh, the people that are the most successful in those fields is because of their color-coded names. And... Because, um, again, you know... Like you've been called your name a hundred thousand times probably in your lifetime, so you get these same colors um, sent to these different centers over and over and over and over every day of your life. You're called your name, so uh, it has a very strong effect on your personality. It just keeps laying the the character traits and personality of those centers over and over and over again. It's it's a repetition, uh, you know. Um, uh, uh, how how does uh, Larry Bird become a great basketball player? He goes out and plays every day. And besides him being an orange physical center person, which I show in my my book, but repetition creates habit. It creates um, it, it allows us to uh, become better at something and master it. So in my book, I say repetition is a, a major uh, factor in succeeding. 
and and focusing on on one thing and and learning one thing over and over. Um, Bill Gates and um, Warren Buffett were asked, "What is the number one word you would use for success?" And they both came up with the same word, and that is focus. So. Focus and repetition is what makes us really good at something. And uh, in my book, I show where your most famous, the richest people in the world are purple spiritual people because they can monopolize things. And uh, they're very loyal and dedicated and detailed. They're usually the first ones on the job, the last one to leave. They, they, become, they become very obsessed with uh, whatever they're working on, they're very loyal and dedicated to that project. Um, so... Um, the other thing I'd like to say if is you for had, mothers. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Mothers, okay. that's an when important I, concept. You go ahead. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I want to tell mothers, what you name your children is very important. You could, you could name your child and predispose them to becoming a criminal, a serial killer, a... Uh, 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 hoodlum, uh, someone that's very callous to other people. You could name your child uh, if you want them to be a lawyer, a doctor, a singer. Uh, so naming your children, you're predisposing them to certain character traits and talents. And you 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 want to read my book and, and to learn the negative and the positive sides of all the colors. That way you'll know what, what your children's best and negative character traits are and to, and to guide them into the positive and keeping them away from the negative. So Wonderful. your name affects every single aspect of your life. Is there okay, anything what were you gonna that ask you me? wish everyone... Is there anything else that you wish everyone understood about colors and letters? If there was, uh, your your phone cut out for a second, the first part. Could you repeat that? Is there anything else that you wish everyone could understand about colors and letters before we conclude our program? Yes, I would. Yes, I would. Okay. Uh, my uh, one of my philosophies is there's two levels a person can operate off of a spiritual centric level or an egocentric level. Egocentric people are very selfish and on an, uh, operate off an ego level. Everything's for them. They don't necessarily care about other people. It's what they want. Whereas a spiritual centric person a person that cultivates the positive character traits of their color-coded names, or very moral, uh, and they're, they uh, care about other people, and they are the ones that will uh, be the problem solvers with problems of the world. And uh, so my advice is to be a to cultivate this the higher spiritual levels of your color-colored color. Color, colored names, and not the negative, which I explain in the book. That is wonderful. Thank you for that. And BT, mm -hmm. what is your website, and how do people order your book? How do they get an appointment with you? Okay. 
Um, all they have to do, as far as my book goes, it's on Amazon. You can get either the the paperback or the ebook. Is you just go to Amazon and in their search box type in B P Graycastle. B P Graycastle. And the Grey Castle is spelled with an E, not an A. And uh, my book will come up. Uh, or you, on a cell phone, you have to do it on a cell phone, you can dial pound 250. You hit the pound symbol and then 250. And they're going to ask you, you're going to get a recording that asks you for the keywords, and you say beautiful colors. And then they'll say, can we send you a, a text link? Uh, and, and you say, yeah. And they'll takes about a minute or two, they'll send you a text link to my uh, book on Amazon and my website. And uh, my website is namecolorology.com. And those are the ways that you can, um, you can get a hold of me or um, check out my book on Amazon. And so those are those are the easiest ways to do it. The 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 actual title of my book is kind of long. Your name and colors key to your beauty, career, personality, romance and success. So that's that's a lot of <laughs> a lot of uh writing to remember. So just BP Graycastle on the uh, Amazon search uh, or a Google search or call the pound 250 and say the keywords of beautiful colors when asked. Excellent, excellent. And so they can they get into your website, www.namecolorology.com, for an appointment with you? Yeah, they can email me. Um, um, email? Or, or possibly I'll give you a contact uh, email, probably even better, is uh, if they want to write okay. this down, uh, DG... R-O-L-L-I-E-T at AOL.com. And that, that'd be better for the um, for an appointment with me. D-G-R-O-L-L-I-E-T at AOL.com. Wonderful. Thank you so much. For being on Luminescence, I have loved the show. It's been wonderful. And we are speaking to our audience. Next week, you'll have an opportunity to call into the show as Sharon and I are having open lines. And you can ask us questions related to your name, your medical health, relationships, career, Questions related to patterns in your life that persist no matter what you've done to heal them. As always, Sharon ends her show with the wonderful song Shine by Dee Lamore. You can hear more of Dee's music on her website, DeeLamore.com. And we thank you all so much for joining us here today. We are so honored to have had BP on with us, BP Greystone, and the topic for, colors in our name. Thank you for having me on. Thank you so. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye.
long ago Gazing in the Of an angel smiling back at her. No wounds or imperfections, just beauty and its glow. Her laughter and her heart, a reflection of her soul. Like the sun rays on a shimmer. 